Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD. HD. Let's make that again. 260-1870. And it's great. Oh, start me over again, will you? I knew I was going to goof that up. 105.3 FM HD2. That's us. I'm Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the Food Show. It's nice to be here with you talking about eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, the entire range of it. We've uh, had a whole bunch of uh, assorted topics on here today. Some days we go go in the same thing over and over again from the same directions. Uh, But uh, today... A little bit different. I have one question that we've been uh, playing with since the beginning of the program, and that is this. We started, we first of all, we noted that today is Nacho Day. It's well, it's Pan American. Pan American Nacho, Nacho Day. Day. I don't know what that means exactly, but anyway. And then uh, we found out what exactly, uh, you know, where exactly the name for nachos came from in the in the beginning and i said if you know uh, the answer to that call us up we don't have a prize or anything but we would love to talk with you and just shoot the breeze about this and that and we still haven't had anybody who has called and taken a shot at the uh, answer to this question I'm which is gassed at that you are absolutely aghast how are you gassed who doesn't love nachos i don't understand <laughs> John, the gourmet John neighbor. John, the gourmet neighbor. He is neighbor of whom? Yours what? at the station. Yours? Oh, yes. uh-huh. <laughs> Stones throw away. So, guys, I, Marianne, specifically, I had to call. I'm in the midst of cooking. We're having a sort of little soiree on the roof tonight, and I oh. had you guys on the. I had you guys on in the background, and I heard you say that you went to the Blue Crab, and there is no way you said that you ate one crab is that what you said i ate one crab in my in my 50 somewhat years on this planet and in this city i have never known anyone to eat one boiled crab that's that's crazy no it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't a five pound crab but if you think about it the reason i ate (laughs) one crab was that if i ate three crabs it would be 22 or 23 (laughs) dollars Wow, my 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 wife, uh, soaking wet, must be 115 pounds, and I know she could tear through a dozen crabs like no tomorrow. Okay, Just well, go then right I want to see her tear through a dozen crabs at Blue Crab for eight dollars a piece. Oh well, well, that's a whole other story. That's a little pricey. <laughs> I, I will definitely, yeah. I, I have to side with you on that one. And Moxie, I had I have to never temper had... my enthusiasm because it was really yeah. expensive. When did you do this? Was this just recently? Uh, it was probably, I can tell you when we did it. Um, I mean, just a month, just trying to get the season down to see. Yeah, it was probably why. about a month ago. Tom and I were okay. some, oh, oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. We, um, we went, it was in our, it was in the Oktoberfest days where we would go to Oktoberfest 
and then see the crowd and be repulsed by that and go to Blue Crab. (laughs) And we did this a couple of weekends in a row. Yeah, it does. It does get busy. Repulsed by the crowd. Too many people for okay, you. Repelled. Let, let me repelled clean that up a little. Crowd. It was I, we were repelled by the crowd. Yeah. There you go. So it was, yeah. it was three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, at the end of the season, you know, so I, I, I could see that. And they probably get more if you think about it. Uh, I don't know that they handpick any crabs that they have left over, but I imagine they do. And of course, if you add those to a dish, I would suspect you can command a higher price. So that's probably why they were sold at that price. Yeah, they were. I, I, I was. I said. I said. So I, I'd like a crab, and he said it's seven fifty. And I said, Wow. I'm sorry. What did you say? Wow. He said seven fifty. I said, Okay. <clears throat> Just so the one poor thing, guy please. Mu- what? The poor guy. The poor guy must have been yelled at several times when he brought a bill. So he made it very clear to tell you up front it was yeah. seven fifty a crab. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Boy, that is that is high. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I guess could, I, I, I would like to see your wife tear through a yeah. dozen at that price. Well, she would have to be on a date with someone else. That'd be a little pricey. All right. So, what are you, you, guys what are you making good... for your soiree? Well, you, you you should really pop over. It starts at six on the roof, and uh, we're just in neighbors. We're doing a, I'm doing I'm doing a Greek night, so I made oh. a really nice uh, a layered Greek salad. I sous vide last night the vegetables and the chicken and the uh, the beef for kebabs. So I have about twenty kebabs. Oh wow! I did some I did some homemade hummus uh, along with some homemade tzatziki, and I did cheat on dessert because Don has fooled with filo dough once to make baklava, and I am never attempting that again. <laughs> it that is, is worth it. It looks it, so oh. simple, uh, but it's really complicated. Yeah. Just moving them. Every time you go to move them, they're either dry or they're too wet. It's just a pain. It's buy it from somebody who does it better than you and just enjoy it. Oh, like you that. mean wait, 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 hold on a second. You mean you attempted to make your own phyllo? Oh no, 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 no. Oh. Nobody didn't go that far. I used fro- I used frozen phyllo, but even the frozen yeah, everybody phyllo, does you, that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just so aggravating to fool with. No, I've seen people make real phyllo. And the best thing you can know about yourself is to know thy limitations. Yes. Not going that, there. Not that going is there. a certain. Well, I'm sort of surprised that you have limitations because you've got your own sous vide. That's serious. Yeah. I yeah. thought well, the same you know thing. They're, but they're really inexpensive, guys. They're like $119 now. Okay. And they're made, if you Google a company called Anova, A-N-O-V-A, uh, you'll see it there and you can get them from any Williams Sonoma. Okay, so. but you know what? It's another thing to put on your counter or in your clo- in your you know cabinets, and it's just one of those things where do you really really need it? In your case, you do because you're a gourmet, and you do cook a lot, right. and you do. I do. I mean, what? Yeah, I do, but I do have a rule. There is nothing on my counter. Okay. Uh-huh. Every, okay. I have to have I have to have a place for everything. I'm I'm just like that. Okay. Now, <laughs> since you're on the phone, let's give you uh-huh. a chance to promote your own appearance oh. a week and a day from today. Yes, that'll be on, what is, I believe that is November 14th. Yeah. And either the first hour or the second hour, I am not sure, uh, I will be joined by uh, Chef John Fultz. So definitely oh, looking great. forward to that. Looking forward to hearing what he's doing at the uh, airport that just opened uh, today, matter of fact. So I'd like oh, to see how he's. Oh, the airport opened finally. Yeah. Yes, there's there's just one problem. There's only one way to get to it. <laughs> and 
They didn't, That's the they problem. didn't think about that. Yeah, they didn't think about that. So I heard there was a lot of traffic. I know the police were trying to direct it, but uh, it's going to be a learning curve for sure. It's going to be a learning curve. Uh, so, okay. you know, New, New Orleans at its best. What can I say? That my wife is home, as you can hear the dogs. So okay. she's just arrived. All right. All right. Well, well I would to, love to you, accept your invitation. I really would. But we're on the North Shore today. But uh, we'll take oh, a rain check on that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Hey, All have right. You, we'll do did it you, soon. I, have, you, uh, have you been to the new Rock Rose? I am going Saturday night with a group of neighbors. Well, you know, we're, Monday we, we they have this this weird night where you're you're kind of like a tester person and they oh, really? have all no, the I really didn't. serious greek stuff that night and is that every monday night or just nope. a particular oh, yeah, monday, it's monday of the night month? it's only monday night it's really great the yeah. prices are not set wow. because you're testing things and it's kind right. of in industry people encouraged well so. i will definitely chat about that when i see those guys on uh on saturday and see if i can't get my foot in the door for that yeah. Now, one last thing. Uh, I, I went to a reunion over the weekend, and someone was waxing prophetic about Nacha Nika, Nika Nocha. What? What is it? <laughs> I know what you. Wait, yeah, I have not been. I have not. No, been. I thought you did a um, review of it. Oh, oh, that. I'm sorry. You meant uh, Noka. Yeah, Nola Nika. I'm sorry. Nola yes. Nika. Nola yes. Nika. I was. Yes. Yeah, it was delicious. It was. Yeah, that's what she was saying. Yeah, it, it, no it's a very that. unassuming. It's an unassuming place. It's in a strip mall. You pass the airport, you go over that overpass, and it's about a block to your right. And they are the sweetest people you will ever meet. Well, how in the world did you people. find it out there? One of my friends in Colorado that I work with, her father was visiting his family in New Orleans, and he's he's always wanted to meet me. So we met and had um, coffee and donuts. And he's 85. He's from Nicaragua. And, of course, you know, when you meet somebody, the first thing you say is, well, where have you been eating now that you're in New Orleans? Yeah, and right, he said, sure. Don, you wouldn't, he said, you wouldn't believe. He said, this Nicaraguan restaurant out in Kenner, uh, it's actually Destrahan, he said, um, I felt like I was eating at my mother's kitchen table in Nicaragua. And come to fi- come to find out, that family is from the same area of Nicaragua where he was from. So wow. the food probably is prepared the same way, you know, culturally. <laughs> and it it was over the top, inexpensive. It's a it's a great place to go check out for lunch. Nolanica, yes. Nolanica, okay. Awesome. Okay. Tell them where it is. If you want to get out of the line getting to the airport, go on over to Nolanica. Oh, it's there at the go. airport. Make, okay, all right. Yeah. It's, it, no, it's past the airport. It's past the airport. Yeah, all but, right. Uh, good, good stuff. And look, you guys have a safe trip. Have a good trip. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll see Thank everybody you next Thursday. Thanks in. for dropping in. Yes. Of course. Thanks. See ya. Bye. It's have the fun food show. That I'm is Tom Don Clement, the gourmet neighbor, yeah. the who gourmet will be neighbor. sitting in for us on Thursday. Are they really good? Well, it's under good hands then. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Nice to be here with you talking about food any way you want to do it. As you just heard, we did it a bunch of different ways. Everything from not moxie all the way up to snowballs. Moxie. Yep. Moxie, peanut butter. Do you like yours crunchy or smooth? It is National Peanut Butter Month starting five days ago. And we're looking for the namesake of nachos. 
Tom will not rest this evening no, until just simply, that has what, been why ascertained. Is it, why are nachos called nachos? What is that about? Well, that was his nickname. Who's we? His, well, that's what we're trying he? to find out. I mean, I know because it's on my phone, and you know because it's on your computer, and probably a lot of other people know. Maybe everybody knows. That's why nobody's calling. But anyway. if you would like to share that information, 260-636-8. And now I have a new question. Yeah. Would you pay seven fifty for a boiled crab? It depends. I I think it, it, at a certain time of year when they're really big, you know, those male fra- flags that, that come through, uh the A quality, uh-huh. uh, these things are really hard to beat. And they I can tell you the people up in the Northeast are always trying to get it. So it's uh, Well, just, I mean, it was a us. fat crab, and it was a heavy crab, and it had a lot of meat in it, and I was yeah. quite satisfied with it. Well, so. uh, I, when I can think of times when uh, crabs were 25 cents a piece, whole well, crab. Yeah, those days are long. Those days are. Those are the days when $3 got you into the Jazz Fest. Remember that? Yeah, fond, fond memories of uh, of much more affordable dining. Anyway, today is, uh, well, I started to say this is the nacho day for Pan American nachos. And peanut butter and crabs and moxie and whatever else you would like to talk about, that's what we're talking about today. So give us a call. We'll be back. We're going to take a break. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. It's fun to be here with uh, Mary Ann, who Hi. is our our buddy and uh, and uh, lady who finds out all the strange things that uh, that I say by not thinking, even thinking of them or something. On, on my part, and uh, you know, uh, there was, we have here's what we have going right now. It'd be great if we had a webcam so people could watch my face when you're doing the intros. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. What do we? What do we? We're still uh, working on this. Do you know how the uh, snack called a uh, nacho? A nacho. How, where it came from and uh, why it's called that? I wouldn't and, call it a snack. You wouldn't for Mary Lee and me. It is a for Mary Lee and I. It is a uh, it is a full meal. Oh yeah. Yeah, we can put away an entire cookie sheet of brisket nachos, and that's a meal, or a meal at a restaurant that is a big pile of nachos. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, there goes we that. We like but our nachos. If you would, uh, I, I'm still. Uh, I've got that question out, though. Uh, let's see if anybody can answer it. Uh, no prizes. I, I wish I had some, but uh, we just don't. Anyway, uh, here's the deal. Uh, tell me where, you know, what what the story the is behind of nachos. nachos. It's yeah. his nickname, but who is the guy and his real name, and where did it come from, yeah. all of that. It's an interesting story, and I'm trying to, you know, get interesting stories out. We may as well, yes. since we're just sitting around That's here doing nothing idea. else. Yes. Also, so. now I have a new question. Since oh, good. Don has come and gone. Yeah. He wanted to know about me eating a single crab, and I said yeah. that the reason I ate a single crab was that it twice was as good. <laughs> I remember. And this is a long ago memory. When I was a kid, we would go crabbing. Sure. On Robert E. Lee at, is it Wisner? No, is it? Is well, it it's around there. What, Marconi maybe? Wisner. Mar- no, Wisner. 
Wisner. Wisner. Wisner. Where where the uh, where the Greek uh, Hellenic. Um, where it's yeah, the Greek Hellenic center is yes, and we would we would crab on that bridge there, and um, we would go home and and cook the crabs. Now, I wasn't I was young and I didn't you know I wasn't nuts like I am now where it would bother me to boil crabs. I can eat boiled crabs, I just can't do them myself, but. I don't mind picking crabs. It's kind of therapeutic. And that's, I was wondering uh, if anybody else picks crabs. That's the worst thing about crabs. In fact, I used to have a theory about this, a theory about this and that is that uh, the amount of energy that comes from the meat in a crab is uh-huh. not enough to uh, make up for the amount that you uh, have had to cut out of the of crab, the crab? And, and yeah, well, just now, Tom, you're yeah. way too you were way too poor as a kid to be as snobby as you are. <laughs> so I don't understand why you never did any crabbing or anything like oh, that. Oh sure, we did. When uh-huh. we used to, uh, were you were you were prob- in probably in Little Woods? Was yeah, in, you probably didn't like to pick the crabs because they it was just well. Uh, I was probably, late. I was late coming to seafood. Ah. Uh, just in general. Oh, I see. Okay. But, but I got there. Okay. Well, anyway, I kind of enjoy picking crabs. Yeah, there's something that be sa- that can be said for it, and it's very calming. I mean, I, I just... enjoy picking them more than I enjoy eating picked crabs. Like when you get to the actual body of the crab, and you have to dig the meat out of all of those little compartments, that's annoying. Oh, is it ever? That's, <laughs> that's why I say time-consuming. The amount of energy and you need is too great. time you wind up with great. shells in your mouth, which yeah. I find really offensive. But does anyone else pick crabs, and do you do it on a regular basis? Um, I don't do it on a regular basis. It's extremely rare for me to do it, but when I do do it, I enjoy it. It's it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have uh, just a wonderful memory uh, when my parents and and their brothers and sisters and all the kids would be herded up to Little Woods, which is uh, you know out there. Not even on there the, anymore, is it? Uh, no, everything's been destroyed. It's really uh, yeah. horrible. But. Uh, Anyway, you have to go. It's not been rebuilt either. Although I guess you get tired of rebuilding. Yeah, pretty bad. Enough hurricanes. Anyway, uh, you'd have to walk a good ways on the tracks just to get to Little Woods. So anyway, we were there, and we would uh, all our all this kid, a bunch of kids, we would go walking out into the shallow, right in front, uh, uh, crabs, and we'd put down crab uh, nets. And we would just watch them from. These were the, the days you could see them on the ramp. You'd see, you'd just get up on the ramp and yeah. look down. The water was such that you could still yeah. see through it all the way, top yeah. to bottom. And you could look at them and you could watch a crab just moving on the surface yeah. inside, just moving back and forth. And I thought, oh gosh, that's how they do that, huh? Uh huh. You know, it's it's a little disorienting. Like if you go to the Caribbean and you're on a deck and you look down and you can see way down into the water, it's a little disorienting to see how far down it is. I mean, it looks like it's not very far, but it could, in fact, be really quite far because the water is so clear. That's what the lake used to be like, but I haven't. Yeah, looked not, lately, not too much and lately. I haven't done any crabbing It's better lately. than it used to be. It is, but it, it's not as good as it used to be before that. You know. Well, all, when they stopped clamming all well, of, the, yeah. all of yeah. the whole lake, it, it was a murky, yeah, awful. Was nasty. But within the first two or three years at the most, it had 
completely opened again. And I, I would, uh, going over, walking along the railroad tracks there, I'd see the crabs down on the bottom. Oh. And uh, not only that, but the, the next thing you knew, all of a sudden, there were pelicans, which did not exist in this area over a long period of time uh, until after they got rid of the clam problem. Yeah. Anyway, if you uh, if you pick clams, not clams, if you pick crabs and eat them or just pick them for maybe a recipe or something, I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine going through the trouble to pick crabs to put them someplace and not eat them as you're picking them. But I would imagine, I guess, oh. some people do do that. Well, that's kind of weird almost. Well, no, I mean, especially when you can buy crab meat, although it is $25 a pound versus picking them yourself. So yeah. if you're yeah. trying to save money, I would guess that that would be a worthwhile endeavor, although a frustrating one. 2606368, peanut butter, chunky or smooth? We're still looking for the name of the person from whom nachos, nachos. Where have it come from? derived. And uh, now crabs, Don Clement, who is going to be with us as a guest host, or with you as a guest host next week. What does Don do? He's in the credit business. In the credit business? financial world, in the credit business. Let me run through the guest host while we are here talking about his appearance. On Monday, we have Scott Craig, who is going to have Connor Mullins from Yaya's Kitchen out in Kenner. If you have, not Kenner, it's actually Harahan. And uh, that was kind of a busy place on this show. People were calling about it a lot. It got a lot of uh, talk a couple of years ago. And then it just sort of, you know, went the way of the honeymoon periods. And it's still there. It's a young guy who's cooking out there. And I have never been, but I would like to go. And he's apparently Scott is out there a lot and uh, goes there. And so he's going to have him as a guest on the show. That's Monday. On Tuesday, we have the DePaulas, Bill and his wife, Ann DePaula. Bill is in corporate development for the Ballard Brothers who own PJ's Coffee, Wow Cafe and Wingery, or Wow America Eats, and a plethora of other things. And uh, they will be having a chili guy on. And I don't mean chili as in good old Texas bowl of. I mean chili as in capsaicum. Hmm. And uh, that is going to be fascinating. And we fought over who was going to get that guest for a while, but I yielded to them because they were so kind to do the show on Tuesday. So he's going to be there with them. And Bill is also going to talk about developing a brand globally because he spent a lot of time in Vietnam lately where the Ballards are moving their brands into that market. Wednesday, big old question mark. We're going to keep that one a surprise. But uh, but there'll be somebody in the chair on Wednesday. And then Thursday, Don Clement, who you just heard, will be there with John Fulce. And Friday, yes, the kooky oyster lady will be sitting <laughs> in that chair. And she is up to her headset. Yeesh. With guests, all of whom, I'm glad that you're not going to be there, Tom, all of whom have some health aspect to them. The inflammation lady who was on the show, (laughs) it's called Meals That Heal. She'll be back. Yeah, she's been on with us. And there's a vegan lady from the UK who's going to be calling in. And a third one, and I don't remember who that was, but I think it's another 
you know, it's another vegan person. And so Allie's going to be uh, talking healthy on Friday. And then we'll be back the following Monday. So a good bunch of guests. We always leave the show in good hands. And uh, this week will be no exception. And then Tom is going to Manresa the following week, where you'll just have me for two days by my own self. And I may or may not have some guests. I don't know. Anyway, 2606368, we were talking yesterday about donuts and Mackenzie's came up. And, and again, I, and again, I now and again. determined to book Mackenzie's and have them come in and do a tasting of all their products. I hope they're amenable to that idea. I've not gotten to them today to call them, but um, I do hope that they. Uh, will want to do that because I'm now thinking about those little brownies that I used to dust off. They had the little dusting of the granulated sugar, which I didn't want, and so I just kind of dusted that off too because I just don't like that that kind of sweet, sweet stuff. Got to be chocolate. Got to be not very sweet for me. 2606368, today in 1981, Edie's, the maker of a line of premium ice creams, bought a quarter million dollar insurance policy on the taste buds of its chief tester and flavor developer, John Harrison. Who he? The chief tester and flavor developer. Oh. Can you imagine doing that for a living? Uh, You're yeah. an ice cream tester. I Well, I never did that, but I became a tester over the years for a whole bunch of different things, but not as good as ice cream. I, I would switch them all over to ice cream. What were you testing, and who were you testing for? Oh, everything, for? coffee, uh, wine, uh, uh, even things that you, you're not supposed to like, you know, like Dr. We were not, talking. No. <laughs> we were talking to this young lady who is um, – a longtime friend of Mary Lee's, but we know her because her parents are friends of ours. And she um, she sort of slipped into our booth at La Coretta the other night. We hadn't seen her in a while. And she's working now for that um, testing facility in UNO where they test for toxins and um, bad things in food. So I'm glad there's somebody who's on that. But that would be kind of an interesting person to get on the radio, somebody who does that. A lot of people suspect that there's something wrong with their food, or they might be right and there isn't. So Mm, uh, I think there is definitely some stuff in your food that you probably don't want. You know who else works for them, I think? I was trying to figure it out when she said it, and it just hit me all of a sudden just now talking about it. One of the girls that was on our last cruise last October to Canada. I think she works there, too. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. If you would like to chat with us, just a few more Mm -hmm. minutes to do that. Mm -hmm. We will take a break and be right back. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Stay tuned. Thank you. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here. Yeah, that that did the trick. We had a little uh, little thing blasting at me, and we'd love to hear from you about uh, whatever's on your mind. 2606368. And let's see, we don't, I don't think we have anybody on hold at the moment, do we? Because uh, I have something I just saw in passing. Today is the feast day of St. Leonard of Noblac, N-O-B-L-A-C. I, I assume that that's how that's, how that's written. Uh, he lived in early France in the 6th century. <laughs> that's a long time ago. 
He is the patron saint of grocers. Now, I'm a little surprised at the fact that the grocery store managers of the world uh, have a have a uh, a patron a saint. Yes, I find that interesting. Yeah, too. it is. It, it really is. But what it brought to my mind is, what supermarket do you take to? Take to uh, which ones uh, do you avoid at all costs? What's your favorite supermarket? Call us up and tell us that. We almost never talk about that, and obviously. It's one of the most uh, interesting It's probably and an important useful. part of your life. Where do you shop for yeah, your groceries? Yeah. And Judge, what did he say? What did Stephen say? is with oh, us. Stephen. I've just been informed. Okay. But right. wait, let's uh, wrap this up. Well, no, we're going to yeah. start that after Stephen oh, okay. talks. Hey, Stephen. Hey, I stopped at the McKinsey's on West Esplanade. The owner's yeah. only there from 2 to 4. I did speak to a shift manager, but she couldn't tell me. They don't always have everything, but they normally have a couple things each day. So you're going to have to get up with your if you want a prolifera of items. Okay. So between two and four? Between two and four is when the owner is there. Okay. All right. Okay. Tasty Donuts was kind of a big deal for a while, wasn't it? Is it still? Yeah, that was Al Copeland's start. Yes, His brother right. owned the Tasty Donut franchise. Yes, and he would work there all day and then go cook chicken till 3 in the morning. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's a story I tell my daughter yeah. every time she complains yeah. about yeah. not being rich yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I use that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Ben's, I watched a, an hour-long special on rice the other day, and you, all rice is a grass. Mm-hmm. And the Uncle Ben's plant is in Mississippi, where mm-hmm. they produce all of the Uncle Ben's product. And I have to say that's the superior one nah, to me. Uh, Uncle Ben's was, is mostly out of Texas. Well, they well, said it was their plant was out of out of Mississippi, so I don't know. I think yeah, Uncle Ben's is the superior one on the market. What do you think, Stephen? Well, I'm not a rice eater. The only time I eat rice is in rice pudding. Oh boy! And and being raised up north, we don't use a lot of rice. And the only thing my mother used rice for was to make rice pudding and to put granules or uh, in salt so it wouldn't clump up because we're humid in Delaware like we are down here. I'm sorry to sneeze again. Um, you know what? Rice pudding is really kind of a thing you have to grow up with in the Northeast, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And and what it's it's just like a soft bunch of nothing, right? I guess. Well, I don't know. Um, is it cut into squares when it cools? Is it cut into squares or something? Uh, no, it's just put out like uh, a regular pudding would be. Mm-hmm. Only it has lumps in it from the rice. But it cooks okay. for like two hours. It's not a, you know, down here they make rice pudding, but they usually take the leftover rice from dinner and make a pudding out of it. But in up north, everybody cooks it for two hours and stirs it every 15 minutes. And that's what it's for. It's always been for rice pudding. So what yes. what flavors the rice pudding? I would assume it's kind of sweet, right? It is no. sweet. It's, it's It's got vanilla in it. 
and that's really the only flavoring in it. It's just rice and uh, milk and cream and condensed milk also, usually a can of condensed milk in our recipe anyway. Uh-huh. So, okay, well. Anyway, there are 8,000 brands or 8,000 different kinds of rice. Gosh, wow. Yeah. And the guy that called yesterday about his jambalaya, I think maybe if he fried his rice off a little bit in the uh, roux sauce, yeah. the, you know, celery and green peppers and onions, yeah. uh-huh. uh, that's what I normally do. And there's I add, and I never count the amount of of uh, stock Liquid. that I put in it. I just put in stock and then add more stock as it goes along, you know, and it oh. always turns out fine. So. Oh, now, see, I never thought of doing it that way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I am a firm believer in the box version, but um, I, I yeah. could be talked into trying it from scratch again, yeah. although I've had such miserable success or lack of success with that that I just don't feel the need to try harder. But anyway. Okay. All right. um, what else is on your list, Stephen? I been infatuated with English toasting bread lately. I can get what it at Winn-Dixie, but I pre- it's sort of an English muffin, but it's a bread. Uh-huh. It's a wonderful, it's a nice texture. I like English muffins. I do too. So, but but it lasts for, I mean, you can buy a loaf of it, and it won't go moldy like most bread. You know, you can, I've had it for three weeks, and st- it was still good. So, I don't know. Where'd you get that? What, I, I, the brand that I prefer is Walmart. But they also it's have it at Winn Dixie. English toasting bread. English toasting bread. There's a yeah. brand called. I mean, there's a there's a thing that you buy as a regular loaf of bread, and it's called English toasting bread. That's right, and huh. it's on their list of where they have their buns and and that sort of stuff. Really, I'm gonna that's go where it that. is. It's in their fresh bake section. Although yeah. I don't think they fresh bake it because sometimes it's real cold. When I grab it, I usually grab the loaf off the back of the shelf. And a lot of times it's maybe almost semi-frozen. So it may came a, come in as a frozen product and they just put it on shelves. Wow. Um, well, today I happened to stop by Dornax. Okay. And they had for their, in their, cafe, or their cafeteria area, they had meatballs and spaghetti. Mm-hmm. A nice portion for four dollars and fifty cents, and it was two great big meatballs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I recently paid uh, fourteen dollars for a comparable spaghetti course out at <laughs> <in> another restaurant. <laughs> so I won't say the name of that restaurant. We know, but. Stephen. We know. <laughs> it, let me tell you what: if you had gone to the other place on the North Shore, you would have paid twenty-two dollars for that same bowl. <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, would you go to the candy store? Yeah. Would you look to see if they have Pennsylvania birch beer? All right, Pennsylvania birch beer will do. Yeah. And apparently, Fresh Market is, has a lot of. Unusual sodas, so you might want to look there too. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, crabs. I no longer pick crabs 
because yeah. by the time you figure $20 for a dozen of crabs, you can get a pound of picked crab for 25 to $35, ah, and it's right. not Another worth me. My, my, uh, yeah, you're my totally right. Guns. Yeah, you're totally right. If you're using it I mean, in a recipe, you yeah. should definitely buy the crab meat that's already picked. Can you imagine being a crab picker for Ooh. a living, though? Or a shrimp oh, picker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, God bless them, though, because they, they do a lot of the work that uh, they do would it. be less than uh, pleasant while if you're doing it while you're well, dining. You know what? I think that there's probably something to be said for that. It's like the manual's hot tamales ladies that would be in that room together day after day, year after year, talking mm -hmm. to each other about their families and what was on their mind and what they saw in the news. I mean, it's like you have, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's it's kind of like goes to the heart of what it is to be human, you know, to yeah. just have that human interaction. And that probably well, compensated for a lot of the tediousness of what they did or the tedium yeah. of what they did, you know. Yeah, and uh, anyway. when I was up in Delaware, I took my mother out to a crab, which is known as a crab place. Uh -huh. uh, and, I mean, the crabs were just outrageous in price, and I said to them, I said, where are these crabs coming from? And they, we, it was right on the water. And they said, oh, well, they, we get it right out of the bay. And I said, the last time I was up here, you were getting all your crabs from Louisiana. And they said, well, right now we're getting them out of the Delaware Bay instead of, uh, well, that's you know, good. from Louisiana. So that gives us good. more. These people need to be self-sufficient. Yeah. There's also a new crab place on Williams Boulevard. What is it? Uh, yeah, it's called the Fierce Crab. It was the a buffet and closed down. It's called the Fierce Crab. Huh. It's next to the other buffet on Williams Boulevard. Oh, but okay. it seems to be busy. They've only been open about maybe two weeks, but uh -huh. their parking lot seems to be full. Is and this a buffet? All their said? advertising is crabs all along the, the, uh, the, they've got like 20 crabs on the side of the building. Huh. Well, if so, you've got to sell it, yeah, you, you, yeah. you got to get them going, or else they're going to go away. Is this just yeah. a crab restaurant, or is it a buffet? Well, I don't know because I haven't been in it, uh, okay. but I've watched them, you know, build it up or rebuild it up from the old. There was a buffet there before. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, it didn't last because it was next to the other buffet on Williams Boulevard. That's really <laughs> pretty good, and they were like. Uh, four or five dollars more for for their uh -huh. buffet rather than the buffet next door. So uh -huh. a chain buffet. Is the Golden Corral still out there? Yeah, it's right next to the, this crab. This fierce okay, crab so is right Golden next Corral's to the Golden the Corral. One. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stephen, you're like but a I mean, roving reporter. I know. <laughs> but anyway, I'm trying. I'm trying to help help you see. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Stephen. Okay. Appreciate your well, there you tomorrow. go. All right. Bye. It's the food show. This is Tom Pittsmore. It's great to be here talking about food and stuff. Uh, Speaking of the patron state yeah. of grocers, anybody mm -hmm. seen the new Zapardos? We went there uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And the build, just the building alone, just blew my mind. Huge. It's, it's an enormous supermarket and for, but you can see it from the outside before you are even getting close to parking your car you're looking up and you're saying how you know is this like seven uh 
places. Well, they've only to, been open for what five days? They yeah, yeah, something like five that. Five days, yeah. And we yeah. were walking around and around and around, and uh, yeah. and was, you you can almost was, not get to the end of it. It's kind of like the I, same place, only a little bit bigger. Who's I'll bet you I could get lost in it. What? <laughs> yeah. John. Uh, John, welcome to the food show. Yes. Hey, I uh, I just saw, heard, uh, I guess it was Stephen talking about, it's the fiery crab. It's a chain. The fiery crab, uh, okay. The fiery crab. Yeah, it's been, it's been open, I'd say, maybe, probably two, maybe three weeks. And it's not a buffet. I have not eaten there, but I know enough about it to tell you, it's not a buffet. It started in uh, Lake Charles or Lafayette, and they're building another one in, in the city they're not in. They have about 10 stores across the, the south but basically the whole concept is you go in order off the menu and when you order your boiled seafood you can order it to the spicy level you want uh-huh fiery. and then that's the kind but it, yeah fiery so uh-huh. you know if you want it hotter you can get it hotter not so hot and uh uh when i walked in to see what it looked like uh the decor inside reminded me uh, uh, more, first thing I thought of was a poor folks restaurant because it, it's a lot of booths. But uh, they, when I walked in, they seemed very busy. Uh, even you know, in uh, oh, uh, what do you think? Even in about three, four o'clock, they seemed busy. Okay. But I'm not, I'm not eating there, so. so well, anyway. you know, everybody's probably excited because Kenner doesn't have a lot of restaurants. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. It's a fiery crab. They got, they, they got a location. Is Ted's Smokehouse still out there? I'm sorry? Ted's Smokehouse. Oh, yeah, Ted's Smokehouse is still out there. Uh, yeah, he's still there. And you know what Ted's, Ted's last name is, huh? Tom will probably get a kick out of that being that he did sports for a while. His last name is Williams. <laughs> Tom doesn't have any idea what you're talking about, John. Williams? No, Ted, Ted, Ted Williams. You know, Ted Williams, the baseball player, well, the guy oh. that owns the place. His, his name, uh. last name is Williams, Ted Williams. Yes, but it's oh, not me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, right. no, it's not. No. John, have you it's seen the new Zapardos? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I have been in there. I was in there actually before it opened, and it's beautiful. Uh, my wife well, shopped there. I remember when Joey Zapardo was talking about their plans to tear down the original uh, building and build a big, gigantic yeah. one. It certainly come to fruition. They, they weren't kidding. Now, the question is, what are they going to no, do with no. all that stuff that's in the parking lot with used to be the old building? they got a parking situation they have to deal with for sure. They're working on it. Like well, my wife, my, my wife told me they knocked down, they already knocked down the old building, you know, the original yeah. building. Yeah. So that's, our, that's true. Yeah, that's that's true. behind a fence, so. but that's all their parking lot. You know, there's just like a yeah. little bit of parking for all that space well they have some parking across the street from zapardo's which is over by the lawyer's office and i guess that's that's the only other option you got aside from physically parking on the street better get that fixed asap oh i know i'm I'm sure but it's a beautiful it's a beautiful grocery store it is is a beautiful store yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know i i wasn't moved by it like i wasn't wowed by it were you john well, I I saw it before it actually opened. I I had to go in there and see Joseph, and uh, he he said so we're doing a soft grand opening, and come back and see him in about a month, you know, after they've been open. And uh, but it is, I mean, it's it's like night and day from the other place uh, oh, yeah. because the other place has been there forever, you know. But I mean, it's be, it's beautiful and huge, 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 yeah, huge. It is incredibly. I mean, huge. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. all right. 
Thank you, John. All right. John, thank you. John, John told us that you can still run the flag yeah. up and get sopapillas. This was one of my texts yesterday. Uh-huh. That you can do that at Two Amigos, wherever that is. I don't know where that hmm. is. I should have asked him while he was on the phone. Well, anyway. we, we have certainly covered a lot of territory we today. Have. I mean, it, 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 Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. We have to do New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Let's do that right now. Our program is sponsored by <laughs> New Orleans uh, and hamburger and, and spirits. Yep. No, no, wrong thing. Excuse me. Let me try. I knew I was goofing that up from the moment. Uh, we are sponsored today by New Orleans hamburger and steakhouse. Nope. <laughs> no, I did it again? Let me just do Let's it. Do New it Orleans again. hamburger and no, seafood. No, I'll, I'll get it right this time. Okay. We are sponsored today by New Orleans hamburger and <laughs> Seafood. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You know what we need to do, Tom? What? We need to put you in one of those. You know those dunking booths? Yeah, you know, I've the, been, the ones I've been in one of those. The fairs where you sit at a dunking booth, you get two tries, bam, yeah. you're in the water. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. could be. It yeah. would certainly be welcome now. But on a let's, let's talk about the actual. Uh, New Orleans hamburger and The seafood. burger itself. Uh, it's, it's a simple proposition or a preposition, either one, and that's. The best hamburgers are the ones that take a pretty stiff grilling as they're on top of the grill, and they leave them there just long enough to have that little crusty quality on the top and on the bottom, but also juicy in the center. And you get it nice and thick, and you serve it with a bun that's got a little bit more going than just that mushy little thing that you usually get. Now, on the seafood side, what they do is uh, very impressive to me. Uh, the hardest thing about a seafood house, generally speaking, uh, especially one with a lot of volume as they do there, uh, what you have to uh, pull together is how do you keep the oil that you're frying in, how do you keep it very golden, uh, crisp, and oilless? And they've got that down, too, because it's a simple uh, uh, thing that you need to do, and that is just to keep it nice and crisp and fresh. And it's all done to your order all the time, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. They also have nice salads. They have oh, good sandwiches. You have poor boys and platters of seafood. Yeah. You have nice New Orleans dishes there. It's all served in a nice, fast, casual environment with barbecue shrimp oysters yeah. now. Yeah, who would have Ten guessed? Ten locations around town, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. Yep, yum, yum. All right, Tom, you yeah, have babe. two minutes now Two minutes to answer your own question. Clearly, no one, no one is went interested for this, in that question but you. On so, the other hand, we have had a nice, busy show. Yes, we have, but you haven't gotten and the answer to your big question. Nobody answered this. So there um, you go. So here is, the, uh, here is the answer to why are nachos called nachos? And the answer is... The, uh, it was originally created by a bartender in Mexico, and his name was Ahai. Wait, it's spelled N. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. A N A I A. And uh, but his first name was Ignacio. Ignacio. And what is significant about that is that uh, with his putting out Ignacio, I G N. Well, let's see how they spell this. He spe- uh, it was especials de nacho. Yeah. And when you say that over and over again, uh, you, <laughs> it, uh, I won't, uh, but uh, if you, all you need to do is uh, inocho anaya 
The nickname was Nacho because his name was Ignatius, which translated into Spanish was Inanya. Inacho. It's a, it's been a long day. Okay. Anyway, but but that's the story uh, behind it. So next time you see anybody named Inacho, I G N O C I G N A T C T O. What do you do when you see someone called Inacho? Uh huh. Doug okay. is saying something, and I think it's probably not nice. What is it, Doug? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've already done that. So Okay. Uh, well, well, thank you, Tom, for finally. I'm so happy. Yeah, I'm never that doing that again. Able... <laughs> you know what's really the worst part about it is you build it up. And then it all comes crumbling down and on hits top you in the you. face. Yeah, yes, that's like that's a, the way it goes. It's like you know, all these words just come crumbling down on top. Anyway, Inyacho. the original nachos was Inyacho. fried tortilla chips topped Inyacho. with melted cheese. <laughs> Inyacho, 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 and jalapenos. Uh, oh my gosh, it just gets worse and worse, doesn't it, folks? Mm. More of this tomorrow. Yeah, imagine that. More of this tomorrow. In the meantime, I'm going to try to make it down to see if I can find a moxie at the little yeah, candy good store in Mandeville. If, if you can, buy one for me, too, would you? Well, I don't really think we both need a moxie because I'm not going to drink it. So I'll, I'll take a, okay. a, a swill out of it, and then I'll pass it on to you. Anyway, that is it for us tonight, folks. It's so weird to look out the window and see and that it's, it's getting, getting dark. dark. Imagine I that. know. I'm, I'm starting my seasonal depression. <laughs> what? No, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful evening and a great meal. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.